We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. So we've got a really different episode today. <laughs> no kidding, Anna. Do you see that little record button happening? Yes, I do. It says Perfect. the call is recording. <laughs> Social distancing at its finest. We're miles apart from each other. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. This is so weird. So weird. I miss seeing your faces in the studio. I know. Right. I miss you guys too. I want to give some like hugs when this is all over. I'm I'm gonna be all about the knee hugs. Knee hugs. Get it. Yeah. Anna. You're just gonna be like holding on and not <laughs> letting go. I I literally think I'm gonna cry when I see you guys and we're allowed to like hug. I that makes know. me feel so good. My heart is smiling, Anna. Good. Uh-huh. It I is. That's like a really nice life. Sorry, go ahead. I just interrupted. Oh, I was just, just saying I've been waiting for this day for my life for Anna to embrace the <laughs> knee hug. So it just took the coronavirus. I no biggie. No biggie. Yeah. It just took a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to appreciate the hug. Yes, good, Anna. Yeah. Oh, so my God. We're supposed to be on a break from season three to season four, but we decided Fuck to do that. this. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> just a little... Uh, craziness happening in our world right now and we're like uh i think we need to do some special episodes right now because like i know like hello who's feeling alone right now i think all of us i and it's like crazy because i really miss like seeing like facial expressions and like just hugs and like just like the normalcy you know it's so weird i have never enjoyed facetime in my life until now yeah, and you know, I figured out how to do those animo- animojis on Facetime, so you can show up as like a pig or the poop head. And yeah, that's my like favorite defeats the purpose. Therapist, <laughs> amazing. I know. The other day she called me and she's, "What were you like a poop head?" And I was yeah, like, so. "Hey, I can I see your face? Hello." Yeah. Okay. I'm like, can you turn that off? <laughs> you don't know how funny I think I am. So I know this is true. Yeah, I'm just embracing like hashtag raw beauty because oh, yeah. there's no makeup, there's no showering, and I love FaceTiming right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Cool. I feel like we're all going to be like homesteaders. You know, like there is a sense of like autonomy about like just figuring it out and just, you know, totally just making it happen. Mm-hmm. I actually manually removed my eyelash extensions because I was like, uh, that's the racism going. I'm gonna, there, I'm gonna have like three just scraggly ass eyelash extensions. Like I'm just gonna pull off the band aid, take these mother effers off, and just deal. So I was okay. laughing. That was the best tech message. So I have to tell you, and I don't know if you guys know this, what? but um, I think it was at this point two or three weeks ago, I got acrylic nails on. Oh yeah, yeah. They were acrylic? Oh, they're acrylic. I didn't realize they were acrylic either. I thought they were black. They are so long right now. (laughs) And all the salons are closed. And I can't clip them because they're acrylic. There's got to be a way to get them off, right? Like pliers? Oh, that would hurt. Don't do that. No, I'm just going to see how long I can go. You're all already I'm already trying to type on my keyboard, and I'm, like, hitting additional keys. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so like Cardi that. B all of a sudden. I am. I am. In fact, when this is over, I might go for, like, the seriously long pointy fingernails that people oh, do. Oh, yes. Oh, you yes. You can rock it. Oh, oh yes. my poor, My poor husband and son, they're going to begin home haircuts here in a minute. And I am not a cosmetologist. I've never went to school for haircuttery or whatever. Like, Good thing um, no one's going to really be seeing them because it could be really bad. <laughs> I gave one. I, I did that to my son and my dog yesterday. How oh. did it go? I got the old shears out. I think it's fine. It's totally fine. I okay. have been known to cut hair in the past. So, okay. 
not like officially, but for fun. Like I just, it's whatever. And I will tell you what I have found the tip. Cause I did go a little short on my son's <laughs> bangs, unfortunately, <laughs> but the key is like clip up, like take clip your scissors up. and make clip it vertical. Up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because then you don't get like a straight aqua- across line. Oh. If you snip like straight, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah. vertical, then you kind of get these more natural looking um hairs. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Wow, I didn't know you went to do YouTube. Do YouTube that? Or you just know no, that intuitively? I just I just well, I know that I, I think from experience, school? yeah, not intuitively, but like from trial and error. Did you ever cut your bangs when you were kids? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my. I cut my bangs sure. as an adult. Oh yeah. yeah. How'd that go yeah. for you, Anna? Uh, it actually went okay. I even made like a blog post about it. And then, of course like, you did. <laughs> people like I'm surprised. People like totally told me, and they're like, uh, "This is why you don't cut your hair at home." Jerk. So there's that. Jerk. I mean, I thought it looked cute. Like I was doing the baby bang thing. Like maybe oh, it wasn't yeah. like super obvious. <laughs> but. but that's, That's what you're going for? Yeah, it, I thought it looked cute, but apparently some people didn't. That's okay. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Nope. So, gosh, clearly we've been missing each other. I know. I Here know, is, right? People. Done and um, done. We've got uh, haircuts, haircut tips, and FaceTime, and here we are. Just yeah. Kidding. And this is our special episode. Yes, I know. So everyone in the, all of our listeners are going to have to be a little forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the sound quality isn't quite the same as what y'all are used to. So, right. So how are you And there's not really going to be much editing, right? No, there's not. No. So we're going live here, people. Yeah, this is basically live. So how how are we doing in all of this? Anna, oh Amy. gosh, you have How to bring doing? us into seriousness, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Focus, people. Focus. <laughs> well, okay. So I think I'm just gonna jump right in because right. yesterday the three of us were talking about this uh this episode. And mm-hmm. we were talking about like, okay, should we bring in some articles? And during our conversation, I got so triggered um by a couple articles that we had been talking about and I had serious anxiety uh, come in to my body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I took the articles as like making predictions about the future mm-hmm. and about the future of our world after this pandemic. And I I realized and I realized that I have been really working hard on just being in the present. And Mm -hmm. for me, um, you know, as many of you know, going through the divorce I've been going through, it's been hard. And so for the last, you know, almost, I don't know, a year or whatever, I've been trying to stay in the present just in my day-to-day life to try to not get too ahead of myself. Because when I get Mm -hmm. ahead of myself, I get very anxious. And so, Um, I have found that with this pandemic, it's kind of an extension of the same for me where I really have to stay in the present. And oftentimes people will remind me, look at your feet, look at your feet, because if I look at my feet, I see them on the ground. I know I have a roof over my head. I know I'm healthy today. I know my kids are healthy today. And I know that right now in this moment, I'm going to I am okay. And mm-hmm. for me, that's like the place I have to stay. And so it was really interesting um, talking about today or, you know, our recording of this and just really seeing again, like how important that practice is for me, um, how important it has been. And now with the pandemic, how it continues to be 
just as, if not even more so important. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, I'm okay when I'm in the present moment. When I start future tripping, I get super anxious. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, shit, that article (laughs) really uh, jacked your shit up. I felt so bad. Oh, I, and it was just I, like, yeah. oh my gosh, ah, I didn't expect that. And I was like, I need to tell Amy, sorry. Like, you know, um, we are all good. I don't feel like, I don't, like, I didn't realize it's it was not be personal. Triggering. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what, though, Anna, neither did I. I mean, yeah. I was like, I feel like I was just as surprised by my reaction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in like this whole situation, none of us have been through this. So it's like, I feel like I've, I'm noticing a lot of, for myself too, a lot of like expectations of like, oh, I should should be doing this or I expect my response to be this. And the reality is, is none of us have been through this. None of us know how to deal with this. So we're all just figuring it out. And like, mm-hmm. man, this shit is triggering. Big time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, Aaron, what about you? How are you doing um, in all of this? Um, well, last week I had a scheduled vacation. Um, and so <laughs> I kind of felt like I was dodging the draft a little bit because I wasn't here and Crystal was holding down the fort for the business. Um, and so I was kind of out of things because I didn't, um, I was on vacation and not in my work world and having to figure out that we had to go to telehealth and all that kind of stuff. But the week before, um, when all the stuff was happening and I was seeing clients, um, and everybody's obviously talking about the coronavirus and I was in my own anxiety. And so holding space for people, but also like having to deal with my own stuff um, mm-hmm. was challenging. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> we um, had a scheduled trip um, to go to Taos. And so we were debating on whether to do that and what to do. And we ended up still going, which was good because we were able to social distance there. But so we had to pack to go there. We had to get some stuff. So we went to Costco in the middle of the day on Thursday. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I had an anxiety <laughs> attack right in the middle of Costco because mm. I was talking to Chris, um, my husband, about all of the all of the things with coronavirus. And that's when it was like first starting to get real kicked up in um, in our country and all this stuff. So we're talking, we're walking through Costco, which is intense anyways. And then there's no toilet paper and there's no paper towels and lots of stuff is out. And so it was just like, and people were crazy in the store. And so... I struggled a lot the week before, but I would tell you that my vacation was a blessing because I feel like I'm in a very, uh, I needed that space away. And now I feel like I understand the reality of the situation, but I, my anxiety hasn't, um, I'm, I've been able to like do a lot of things to self-care things that I talk to all the time. I was like, I need to do all this shit that I tell people that I like talk to people about doing all the time. I have to do the same stuff that I talk to mm-hmm. people about because um, that I, you know, everyone has to manage your anxiety because we're in. Uh, this is like a global trauma, right? And so, right. like you were saying, that no one knows what to do, and so everybody's response um, is different. And so I think that, yeah. So what am I doing? I'm taking it day by day, just like you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but but interesting enough, I think like for me, reading articles about like where things are going or or the where things are that helps me to kind of wrap my head around what to come up or how to prepare or whatever and that stuff um if i'm in a real anxious place doesn't help but like for me to read about that daily um helps me to manage the situation and my own uh anxiety around it so i think mm-hmm. um people's different responses about what that does for people you know mm-hmm. so anna yeah. how about you yeah so gosh it's been really just wild. So, um, yeah, I too like to, you know, read articles and try to find out all the info. And um, I kind of think it's like similar to my interest in like murder and true crime, like, because it's like, if I know these things, then maybe I can prevent it. You know, it's like, if I know all the ways people die, like with the true crime, my favorite murder podcast, it's like, maybe I can prevent being in that situation (laughs) and this is totally like a fear you know like trying to control my anxiety or like um the situation when the reality is is there's no controlling it it's totally an anxiety response um so I think part of my 
uh, like researching and trying to find out all the things and stay up to date with things has been helpful in a way, like you said, Aaron, um, for yourself. Uh, but in a lot of ways, like I know if I'm not going outside and like getting a walk by myself, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. getting space for my husband and son, then I will just obsess over these things and just be like, oh my gosh, and just, just spiral really. Um, and so that's when it's not helpful. And that's when I know I need to turn on an episode of uh, Love is Blind and just watch them like stupid shit and like zone the hell out and have a moment. Um, and then, gosh, my son, he, they had their last day of school uh, on last Friday. I don't even know what, no, it wasn't last Friday, two Fridays ago. I'm totally losing track of time. Is anybody else losing track yes, of time? totally. Okay. And so like, um, when was it? Last Monday. So a week ago, Monday. We're recording this on a Monday. And I was like, my husband had to go into the office and like get situated to work from home. And I was with my son the majority of the day. And it was so incredibly hard. Like, I got into like this whole shame spiral of, you know, I'm not a stay at home mom. Why is this not coming natural to me? Like it triggered all of that inadequacy stuff as a mother um, that I like have talked about in the past. And so that was really interesting. So later on that day, I went on a walk. I (laughs) was falling to myself in the park. (laughs) uh, um, Did you video it? No, I did not video it. <laughs> you have video stuff. You've had video stuff that before the Starbucks line. That's all oh, that's true. Okay, yes. that was true. Okay, that's that fair. was that's that fair. was after. That's fair. That is fair. Okay. That was after. This was during. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Like, okay. Um. So I guess yeah. Totally fair question. Um. <laughs> That's not out of the scope of something I would do. I give you that. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's just like, and then, you know, I had the fleeting thought of like, oh, I should probably cancel. This wasn't at the same exact time, but I was like, oh, there's so much going on. And, you know, now I'm worried about money. Maybe I should cancel my therapy appointment, uh, which is set up through telehealth with uh, Aaron's partner, Crystal, that was mentioned just a minute ago. And I was like, after I had my appointment with her, I was like, thank God I did not cancel that appointment. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah, like, thank God. Like, of all the things that can be canceled right now, do not cancel the therapy appointments. Like, and she really helped me um, make sense of this. And, you know, she said, like, some things that were incredibly helpful. Do you want me to tell you what yeah. she said? Yeah, yeah okay, of course. So, um, so I wrote notes because it was that helpful. <laughs> and like the <laughs> video uh, situation was not hard at all. I was like, wasn't sure how that would work, but it felt, it was totally fine. I just, at one point, like, I was like, I'm not sure what to do now. And <laughs> and it was like totally fine to just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she just told me, okay, how about this or whatever. Um, but she said that, What's going on right now is we are all in trauma, like you had said, Mm -hmm. Erin. And what happens is we have a nervous system response, like our reaction. So there's the flight, bite, or freeze that we've all heard about. And Mm -hmm. um, we can go in between those. And there's no right or wrong way to respond to this crisis and this trauma that we're currently experiencing. And it's all an instinctual automatic response. So then we started talking about some of the different ways like this fight, flight, or freeze could look. And I thought it was really interesting because I, like I said, I've been feeling some shame about like (laughs) my mothering and how I feel kind of inadequate in that area. And this has highlighted that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, in other areas of my life, and even with my son, like I've been really wanting to like, um, you know, figure things out, like set up a plan or like with my book club, like set up um, like, okay, let's do the Zoom meeting and this is how the format should be. And here's, you know, what we should do with this and this and this. And it's kind of like this energy behind it um, and then feeling really mad at people for being (laughs) 
out and about still and not like social distancing properly. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I want to go around and put a yardstick between them. Like, mm-hmm. hey, back up, back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like kind of an activation response. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the freeze is where, and I feel like I've, I've been vacillating between the um, freezing and the fighting personally, because like, it's just kind of like a shutdown, like even talking about us, we wanted to, you know, talk about recording. And I was like, I can't even wrap my head around how to process this stuff right now. Um, like I couldn't even go there until after I had my therapy appointment, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of, it looks like um, shutting down kind of like a paralyzed or a denial, like the system is just so completely overwhelmed. And then I asked Crystal what flight would look like. And she said it would probably look like um, people, you know, going and hoarding or overbuying or doing the panic buying and uh, trying to have control over the situation. Situation and then like going home and um, kind of hunkering down or like doing social distancing within their own family even. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I, if, if you agree with that, <laughs> but apparently you can go in between. Um, well, I all think of if you can things. cycle between them like within mm-hmm. five minutes of time, right? Yeah. To be totally overwhelmed and then feel like you frantically need to clean something and yeah. then you feel like you need to get outside of the house and go walk, you know, whatever yeah. the things are. I think mm-hmm. that, and to just be gentle yeah. uh, with yourself. And when those responses come up, what comes with that is like very old. So you, you may have worked on all these things and yeah. then old coping skills come up. And so like I worked, have worked really hard on eliminating or like decreasing my caffeine consumption. Mm-hmm. But since this has started, my caffeine consumption has then hit like is slowly on the increase because like mm-hmm. that's how I cope with things. And so like if old habits, whatever those things are for people, they're like creeping back in to monitor them, but also to be gentle around the fact of like, we're in, in the middle of a crisis, like we're in the middle of trauma. And so yeah. um, that's just, that's just how things go. So yeah. And it's like, we're in survival mode. Absolutely. Yes. Amy, yeah. how how are you feeling about all this? I think it's totally true. I mean, I think that um, as far as all three, and it's just this cycle of, I mean, I feel like, whoa, at one point I'm, I'm, you know, in freeze mode. I mean, I find myself to be in freeze mode, I think, more, um, or not necessarily fight mode, but, um, yeah, I just think I tend to... I just want to get away and I just watch crap TV, you yeah. know? So that's one thing. Um, I feel like the freeze mode is good, but then I also feel like my fight mode. So like, you know, we found out um, that school was going to be extended, the time off, all that stuff. And I go into do, 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 do mode. And mm-hmm. so, you know, my kids and I started this newspaper and <laughs> I mean, I think at some, there's some, of the experiencing of trauma with all those things that are such survival skills, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I have a real appreciation for a lot of it. Um, And, but, but it's like keeping my eye or keeping my awareness level really high as far as like, if I take anything too far, which mm. we all know I can certainly do. <laughs> all or nothing, baby. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a time and place for, um, you know, obviously like a lot of that trauma response is just, it's biological, right? Mm-hmm. So we're wired that way. And so it is survival. And so I also try to give myself some grace because frankly, like this doesn't feel new to me to be in this at all. And so um, for me, it's kind of like, I know at some point this is going to end and I Mm -hmm. have to constantly remind myself of that. And Mm -hmm. I have to remind myself of that about a lot of things right now. And Mm -hmm. I have been having to remind myself of that for a while. And so um, I think that's what is kind of bizarre for me is that um, it's just kind of like, okay, well, this is yet another thing. And 
at some point it's going to end. At some point I will be outside of that survival mode or at least not in it as much as I have been. And to be quite honest, sometimes I worry about that more mm. than being in it. Say more about that. Well, I mean, it's like my life is action fucking packed right yeah. now, you know, yeah. and has been for a while. It's like there's always something coming up. There's always something happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like fight, fright or whatever they all are, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think like, oh, my gosh, what in the world is it going to be like if I mean, I frankly can't even really imagine when things are. Like what it will be like, you know, will it be calm and <laughs> what, like, am I just gonna, I don't know. Like, I don't even, I don't know what it'll be like when mm -hmm. it's not. Well, that, it's interesting because I think that's what I, I think I anticipate that coming up for a lot of people is because like life is often so, so, so busy and people are going, 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 or there's lots of shit that's happening, like mm -hmm. you were describing, like all the time. And so when we're in social isolation and we're sheltering in place and staying in our houses and things do calm down and there's not a lot of like uh, input and there is for you, Amy, right now, but for a lot of people, there's not. And so then all your stuff comes to the surface because you're forced to stop. And so I think that you will not, I think that's a, that's a question that a lot of people have because what happens now that I have to deal with myself all the time. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, look, there I am again. <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah. Can't get yeah. away from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Well, you're not alone in that. That's what I was trying yeah. to, to say. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in so many ways, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe like, you know, now all of a sudden the whole world is living in uncertainty and mm -hmm. I've been living in uncertainty for a while. And now all of a sudden all these people know what it's like too. you yeah. know? And I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, I'm this super unique person who's been living in uncertainty, but there is a sense of togetherness um, mm. just with obviously having this extreme common experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what, is, what have you, so have you guys been on social media and I know Amy, you recently got back on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I got back on Facebook specifically, which oh, okay, is what yeah. I had been off for a while. And, um, yeah, so I got that, I got back on that and Instagram I've been on. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? Um, I have been on in my screen time. I've been trying to, maybe this is my fight response is because I was looking at, I've been trying to limit, like be, be conscious about my screen time before all this stuff happened mm -hmm. and it was getting low. And then I looked at my average screen time because I was on vacation last week and two, and we were stuck in the house a lot, um, was six hours a day. Oh my <laughs> God. That's a lot of time. So yeah, I have been on there a lot because I've been like, that was part of my anxiety of like coming to a place of like more calm and level with all this stuff. But six mm -hmm. hours a day is a lot. Um, but I have you been watching the thing I sent sent you to about. I've been watching some of Glennon Doyle's uh, daily things, and she, mm -hmm. you have not tuned into her like daily discussions about things. Um, they're quite entertaining and very uh, real about great. what's happening. It's great. Yeah. She talked about the one that I thought was so funny was she talked about the themes of what are happening right now, and the theme that she was talking about for that day was. Um, people being super productive during quarantine and how yeah. that's like just so ridiculous that productivity, like it's great that people want to be productive, but if there's this expectation of having to be productive during a time of like chaos and quarantine, like that's kind of ridiculous. And so mm -hmm. I really appreciate when people can frame things. Um, yeah. And there was this little meme that of the, it's this picture of a chihuahua and it says every time that I send this to you too, of the chihuahua. Uh -huh. Tell me about it. I, it's not <laughs> so ringing a bell. My friend Sherry sent this to me because we were trying to, like, find light in all this craziness. So she sent me this thing, this meme of this little chihuahua that says, every time I feel a tickle in my throat, I say, is that you, Rona? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so, 
Uh, now we have a little joke on here. Hey, is that you, Rona? Rona. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, and you brought up a lot of stuff. And I mean, you know, with social media, it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole of like all the rumors and the fear yeah. and everybody's opinions and thoughts and just kind of get sucked into it. And like, you know, you brought up like the expectations, like I'm seeing these things about like all these people who created all these amazing things during like their own quarantines like years like ago relativity. Like, Einstein, go like, ahead. no pressure yeah like, no pressure at all come on like i'm trying to keep a kid alive like that's where i'm at <laughs> like that's right. it Aaron, right. that's where i love that post that you sent because right. um what did you say Gwendolyn Doyle is that right um, Glennon Glennon Doyle Glennon. Yeah. yeah Glennon, Glennon Doyle. Doyle so she how she was saying like well, I'll tell you what, you know, about my theory of relativity is that relatives should never spend this much time together in <laughs> yes, close right. proximity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. So funny. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so funny. Her and Abby, oh my gosh, they're hilarious. Their relationship. Um, so uh, the other thing that I'm seeing on social media a lot is like, these ideas like this, like, oh, let's find the light. Let's find the silver lining. Let's find, like, the positive in this situation. Or I'm trying not to cry right now. And it's like, like, like it definitely veers into that territory uh, that we've mentioned before of, like, this, and this is even more highlighted of this toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that it's really, really um um, what's the word? It's not helpful to not like uh, let ourselves well, super invalidating. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. oh yeah, okay. You know, like someone said just the other day, a friend on Facebook was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like crying, but I'm gonna just power through." And it's like, you know, or or crying is totally fine too. Like we yeah. can have these feelings, and like, um, you know, it's only because of Crystal and like doing therapy that you know, for multiple years that I'm even at a place to where I can let myself cry. Like, Mm -hmm. like I had to, you know, do in the park the other day, just bawling my eyes out and everybody's like, is she okay? She got the Rona. (laughs) (laughs) Rona, is that you? Rona, that's you. You crying? What? What? Is crying a new symptom of it? Like, you know, like, and what do you all think about this? Like positivity or like, you know, what do you, feeling about that uh jamie you're gonna break go ahead well i mean i think it's just like i take what i want and i leave the rest yeah i mean i really i don't maybe i mean i'm so in my own stuff i feel like half the time that it's like yeah if that's what people want to do that's their deal you know like i feel like um what I, I mean, I just feel like I go into do mode anyway. So for me, it's just like, okay, you know, we're just doing, doing, doing. And what I am working on is this news newspaper with my kids, you know, and mm-hmm. so diligently, diligently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I have my issues in the email every day. Thank you. It's very impressive. It's so fun, but it's also been super helpful for my kids and I just to like, we hope to be providing families with something easy to just like print off and do or get online and just check it out and give, give parents a break. And I mean, frankly, it's like the least I can do with my, you know, teaching background and, and just with my experience that I've had in the past with my kids with homeschooling and traveling. So Mm -hmm. it just is very, um, comes very naturally. And so for me, I don't know, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not at a place where I can be like, oh, yes, I can see why this is all happening. And here's the positive things that are going to come into everyone's lives. But that goes back to the same thing for me of like the anxiety. Like, I Mm. think for me, it just goes both ways. It's like, no, you know what? I'm going to look at my feet and like right now things are fine. Right now we have food on the table right now. 
I am okay. My kids are okay. My dog is okay. Mm-hmm. My friends are okay. My family's mm-hmm. okay. You know, like, so I guess it goes in the same camp as like, I don't put much weight into people say, I mean, how does anyone know anything about what is going to end up happening with all of this? No, I mean, like, would you have ever guessed? There are a few people, I'm sure, who, and I have <laughs> read, of course, Mm-hmm. who, like, predicted this whole pandemic. But, like, outside of them, everyone <laughs> Just, else, like, regular people? Yeah. No. It's like, no. I would not have guessed that on at the end of, you know, in March of 2020, I would celebrate my birthday. Oh, yeah, and then I'd be, like, in lock, you know, basically, like, lockdown except for essentials. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. So, Erin, yeah. what about you? Toxic positivity? Uh, well, when you first think of toxic positivity, I think I have the same gut reaction as I do to life hacks, um, <laughs> which is a, it was a very favorable reaction. Wait, um, you have – I just have to pause you for a sec because you're doing that thing with the crunchy. With the what? With the what? It's the yeah, – it's like cutting out, cutting out oh. or something. <laughs> How is it right now? Better. Better. Okay, good. So <laughs> I, I'll start over. Is that the, my feeling about toxic positivity is the same way that I feel about life hacks. And that, so you love it. I, <laughs> lo- I love it so much. They're my favorite thing. Except I did post that thing on Facebook about the picture. You put a fork on the nail. Life and then you slide. And then you slide the picture, you know, the string over the fork, and then it hangs so gently on the nail. That is a good life hack. See, you're, this is just the beginning. That's, no, it's not, this, no. this was a gateway hack. No, it wasn't. Get Next thing here. you know, gateway hack. hack. This is a gateway <laughs> hack. Get out of here. Ooh. Anyhow, um, I think that there's room for both, right? And so I think that so it's important to find gratitude in things because naturally there's a negativity bias. And so our brains are going to look Mm. for all the negative things that are happening. And so it is very easy to see, and that is a survival based thing. And that's how our brains are wired. So it's able to all the negative things that are happening, very easy to see. And so that sticks to us like Velcro and then, then positive shit sticks like falls off like Teflon. And so I do think that there's a balance of like, finding gratitude, but in very small things, especially in times of crisis. So like when I'm petting my dog, what is mm-hmm. this? It's like, or I'm playing dominoes because I've been playing a shit ton of dominoes, <laughs> which actually I really like. Um, and, or have a, like a, or a cup of tea or like have a cup of coffee, whatever the thing is, like small, small things of gratitude. And like for me, like looking to see like, huh, I wonder how the world's going to change. That doesn't give me anxiety. That makes me think like something things will shift and like, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I'm being blowing smoke up my ass. And then also too, like I'll have a freak out of anxiety about something like uh, a couple times a day. And I will let myself a couple times a day go into the anxiety and feel that. So I'm like mm. feeling my feelings. Cause I think during this time, mm-hmm. uh, because things are so uncertain and there's so much chaos and so many, much fear, anxiety, all those things are coming up. Um, it's easy to like go down this rabbit hole of shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that if we just push them away, then that stuff's not going to go anywhere because anxiety just tries to keep us from drowning. Right. And so we have to feel our feelings at some point. And so I think there's this balance of not going down the rabbit hole, um, but also feeling what we need to feel. And so to feel it some parts of the day and then put that shit away and do the rest of your day. Um, yeah. Well, well some days will be how... easier. Sorry. Some days will be yeah. easier than others right? Um, mm-hmm. And to be gentle, if like uh, you're freaking out for an entire day, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also know there's lots of resources with skills to, and like things to do to help you look at your feet or breathe or exercise or whatever that we can, can, we can do to help manage and move those th- through those emotions. So they're not just stuck in us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I got. Cool. That's good. Do you, what do you think about, um, like putting a time limit on, um, like, okay, for like 15 minutes, I'm going to spiral and look at all these articles and freak out and like, like, do you think that's okay or should it, or just like even an hour or just, 
no, no time limit all day long. How about it four fun? days? I can just <laughs> go down. <laughs> What's what? your professional opinion on how long a spiral? I think it depends, last? right? Okay, it depends on what what works for you. Some people. They can't, they can't, 15 minutes is too much, right? Okay. And some people, 15 minutes is like just the tip of the iceberg for them to like feel like they have some sort of knowledge base about what is going on. And I think, what is the reaction to you? Like, if, what, what, it, does this thing okay? Does this sit with me all right? Like, is it making me spiral? Does it make me go into my trauma response and I was actually okay before I read this? Like, mm. you have to pay attention to what is happening for you so that, because um, I think it's the person dependent and probably even like day dependent or moment by moment dependent, I would think. Mm -hmm. okay. So it's just like, what do I need? Or like, I, I think a time limit on things is great. Like in the morning, I'm going to check things and then maybe don't do that right before bed because then I think that leads to all sorts of sleeping issues. But like, yeah. when is the time that you're going to check this stuff? Um, and and kind of judging on, on that. And, some, and it, things will be different because we'll be in different spaces throughout the day, right? Yeah. Throughout the day. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And just having grace with ourselves that it can yeah. and will change. Yeah. So um, you mentioned like petting your dog and stuff. Like I don't want to go down the toxic positivity, but like Crystal at our therapy session, she was like, you know, you know, let yourself have those feelings of like shame or like sadness or whatever's happening, but also um, let yourself have those moments of joy and happiness. You know, yes. I kind of feel like, you know, in a way, it's like, how could I enjoy life at this moment? You know, like mm -hmm. almost like, and I didn't talk to her about this, but it kind of feels like almost like a survivor's guilt even though we're not at that point <laughs> you know it's mm -hmm, like well mm -hmm. I'm not sick yet or like my family's healthy you know how how should I be enjoying myself or how can I be how could I let that happen you know but the truth is like I think we really do need to have these moments of like um, noticing the joy just as much as we're noticing like these hard feelings like giving respect to all sides of those feelings um, whatever they may be. So I'm curious, like, what you all think about that. And then also, like, what have been some of the different, like, sparks of joy that you've had in this time? Can I, I just have to, so I think there's a big difference. And I'm sure that you both, well, I'm just going to say this because I am yeah. struggling with mm -hmm. this. But I think there's a huge difference between toxic positivity mm -hmm. and a positive mindset. Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. different. And I I think that in my mind, like, um, you know, I think a lot about like Don Dapani, of course, and mm -hmm. he says, whatever you practice, you become good at. And so, like, there is value, I think. I mean, I have, you know, brought up my, I've started to redo my gratitude list because, mm -hmm. um if I am continually practicing what I'm grateful for, no matter how small or big, mm -hmm. then hopefully, you know, then I will become or I'll have a, you know, gratitude, a mindset with gratitude or whatever. But I, I just feel like um, there are times when I think if you do force, even if it feels like a force to to be positive or to be grateful um, I think that there's a lot of value there to help your mindset, and I don't think it's toxic. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying um, – I think there are differences, and to me the difference with toxic positivity versus a positive mindset is that a, with toxic positivity, it's we're going to look at the bright side no matter what at all costs, yeah. Yeah. and we're not yeah. going to even entertain any of the sadness or anything because that will like um paint the positive parts and yeah. that it just comes out sideways yeah is that well, and like you are, you dare we also that? can we also call that denial yeah <laughs> oh yeah 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 for sure right <laughs> yeah for sure i totally think so but like with the spin of like well we're being positive we're yeah we're not yeah, we're yeah. not going there uh we're not gonna yeah. give it that power and it's like well, wait a minute here. 
yeah. you know, like, I think that's where the difference is, where, like, a positive mindset is, like, no matter what happens, we're going to figure it out. We're going to, yeah. you know, try to do what we can, but it's okay, too, if we feel sad. It's okay yeah. if we cry. It's okay if we're mad. It's okay if we're fucking annoyed or whatever comes up, you know? Yes. I think it's just, like, the the all, you know, 110% positivity only thing that well, feels they, toxic. They, they, they talk often time about, like, whatever we resist persists, and I think that's in that category of, like, if we uh. resist all of our negative emotions, right, then they will just keep on, like, knocking at the door until we pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. And if we don't pay attention to them, then that's when that stuff comes out sideways, and then we have an outlier, uh, like, we, like, lash out at someone or we get into terrible habits or whatever the things are like that. Mm-hmm. I think that we have to pay attention to, but there's, I think it, toxic positivity is, is the opposite of that. So normal range of emotions, right? I don't yeah. know what the opposite would be, but like there's room for everything. Like you were saying, yeah, like yeah. that's, yeah, there's room yeah. welcome for it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I would say though, Anna, back to your question. I mean, one thing that has been really helpful for me is, going on a walk with my dog and my kids every day and just Mm -hmm. taking intentional, like at least two really deep breaths Mm -hmm. of just air, Mm -hmm. (laughs) air, air outside my house, you know? So that's been really good. And then I have been redo, I've been starting up this um, gratitude practice again with a couple uh, friends where we just every day text a list of three to five things that um, we're grateful for. And they can be really small or really big and at any time of the day, but every day um, mm. it is a practice that I actually, I notice a huge change with that. And then oh, also this newspaper and really thinking about for like the kids, I, I just... I don't know. I, I really do get a lot out of seeing how kids process all of this. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much about adults, obviously, and like how we are processing it and the fear and the trauma and the blah, 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 blah. And then like kids are just kind of like rolling with it. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are many, of course, who are having a lot of anxiety, and I don't mean to um, downplay that. But I also find it very interesting that, like, oh, my gosh, like, here's all these parents home with their kids. And, like, there's a bunch (laughs) of kids who are, like, absolutely thrilled. Oh, yeah. And um, so, of course, I just just, uh, find it to be really interesting and really gratifying to hear kind of, like, like what my kids are thinking about or what they find interesting or what they're enjoying. And um, so those are the things I would say. What about you, Anna? Um, did Aaron answer? Did you? Oh, Aaron. You or, or, I mean, I can. Okay. Um, I feel like I've been talking a lot this episode. <laughs> um, so what I really liked is I have been just feeling so grateful that we have a dog. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. This is such good timing. Like, and talk about like just being in the moment and being present. I just look at Humpty and he's just this ridiculous bulldog that is just slobbery and chubby. And he just loves to lay in the sun and fart and he is such a joy <laughs> and he's also so frustrating but like on walks he will not move but like he just seeing how he brings joy to people when we're walking and he just is just a a joy I am so glad he exists and that we have him and um it could not have been better timing um the other thing that we're doing is we ha- we live on a busy street so a lot of people are walking their dogs and um you know just kind of out for their walks and stuff and <laughs> that's part of where I've been like back up <laughs> like, I want to be like okay scoot your way you guys like get it you know back up back up get away from each other um which is not helpful but that's how i've been seeing all these people and um we have uh like this patio and so we have like i have a little son and we have this bubble machine and so i've been like we've been um just doing a whole like bubble um show basically not like an official show but like just like nonstop bubbles like off of our patio and people, people are, love it 
That's People have so been great. They're oh, like, great. they holler up. They're like, thank you. It's been so nice. And like, um, so that's just a little bit of like joy. And then uh, when I have been out with Humpty doing, taking him on the walks and, you know, keeping six feet at least away from people, um, I've been like really trying to make a conscious effort to make eye contact with people and say yeah. hi and smile mm-hmm. because it is so, um, I just think about how um, isolated I feel, you know, like being in a house with two other people and a dog. And I just think I have no idea what other people's situations are. And maybe just having that little bit of human contact, like uh, making eye contact and then being acknowledged as a human in this world, um, it, you know, experiencing this weirdness weirdness like maybe it can just be a point of connection and I don't know it just feels like little but something that um feels like it's good for me but I I also think ah shit who knows maybe this will be their only contact with a human today like Mm. um just trying to think about like and then I've been trying to like call people and FaceTime and um I called my dad the other day. We talked for over an hour. He got, I told him, I was like, lucky you, you're, you're in the rotation now. He's like, oh. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm like, dad, you're supposed to sound more thrilled with this. He's like, oh, so you're bored? I was like, well, I'm a little bit bored, but also I want to talk to you. <laughs> Anna, Anna, that is so amazing. Think about how you went from, your voicemail message oh, being it's still like, there. honestly, well, still, you went from like never talking on the phone. Yes, true. <laughs> I'd like to, to say I helped with that in the beginning. You did yeah. help with you that. Did. Yeah. I think uh-huh. you were instrumental. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. You were I instrumental. Okay, good. You get an award for that. Yeah, thank yep, you. Yep. Was, was we will give you credit back for that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was looking for it. So what about you, Erin? Um, things that have been good. Uh, I really like playing games. And so we've played a card game called Kings in the Corner, which is so fun. <gasps> love that and one. I love it. It totally reminds me and of my childhood. Of, that's so fun. Uh, lots of dominoes. Skippo. Um, oh, are you serious? Yeah, I dude. Skippo. Oh, it's such a good game. Mm. It's so good. I never um, heard of these. That totally reminds me of my Grandma Kay. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh. So those games have been super fun because I think it's just, I think they don't play them enough. Um, so we've yeah. played a lot because we've been in the house so much. Um, and then obviously my dog is, it's yeah. been great. And the cat, it's just nice to like snuggle and appreciate that. I have started watching this show called Jack Ryan. It's on Amazon, which is so good. So Jack I don't, Ryan. I don't oh, watch that much TV. It's so good. It's like a cross, I think my uh, understanding it's a cross between like 24 remember that show and oh hell like yeah the, and the jason Bourne movies Absolutely. oh interesting so good so i'm excited about that um, it's like current day mciver uh kind of okay <laughs> um i've been running winging a miss and no <laughs> Uh, not so much, Amy. Um, <laughs> so, so I've been running a lot, and um, I really hope that they do not. Uh, there, this has been in the rumor mill, so I don't know if this is that they're going to close trails um, mm. in Colorado because that would make me very sad. Um, but I'm real grateful that I have a uh, I can run, and that my uh, Peloton. We got one at the beginning, and so that has been a lifesaver. And so I'm happy oh, that nice. we have all that stuff in our house. And then also, too, like, I had the windows open today. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it got a little bit yes. cold. But when the sun was out, that you can air out the house by little yeah. mm-hmm. Um So that stuff makes me happy. And just, like, I, I have been surprised, especially since I've been home, that – because um, we were in Taos from Saturday to Wednesday, um, and since I've been home, and I, <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't really do that like socially because I work so much and I'm exercising or I'm at home. But it's been nice, and I'm sure if I'm here for for a long time, I'm not going to feel this way. But it's been nice just to have, like have time to like be in my house and uh, enjoy being here. Um, 
And so that has been good for now. So I'm sure I'll want to get out, but, but my getting out usually is working out and going for a run um, on a trail or whatever. So that's been okay so mm-hmm. far. So, good. Um, and I've been doing like trying to intentionally um, uh, like meditate more and get into a regular routine with that. Cause that seems to yeah. be helping me a lot. Cause that gives me like a space to feel all that anxiety that's coming up and then mm. feel it and move it through and to get into a regular habit of that. Um, because what what I decided when I went to Taos is I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I'm just going to keep going is that after that I had that panic attack, well, I didn't have a panic attack. It wasn't, I had an anxiety attack in Costco and, and I was like, okay, this is not how I want to respond to the situation. And so I took my time when I was in the desert in Taos to figure out like, how do I want to respond to this situation? And I know mm-hmm. that I will not be perfect, but like, what do I want that to look like? And I can feel all of my feelings and there's plenty of them of fear, anxiety, and worry, but there's also joy and gratitude and all that kind of stuff. And that, that I can feel all of them without reacting to them. And so I can feel them and move them through. And so that has been super helpful in terms of, of course, I get irritable with Chris, let's be honest, but, um, (laughs) and I get a little snappy. And so we talk about it and it's fine, but it's been helpful to, um, to like have that as a frame of reference that I don't have to react to all the stuff that I'm feeling right now. So Mm -hmm. that I am grateful that, um, and actually I was like, thank God I've done so much therapy that like being with myself feels okay now because at some <laughs> point in my life, this would not have felt, um, so this would have been really, really, really mm-hmm. hard for me. And so I'm really grateful that this is, that this, that part of this at least has not been difficult because, um, I can be with myself now and I actually enjoy it some of the time, most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what I got. I wonder the difference of like being by yourself by choice versus mm-hmm. being by yourself by force. Yes. Well, Anna, you had a strong reaction to that in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like most of the time, I mean, I work from home, but like, and so I don't spend a lot of time with other people, <laughs> but like having someone tell tell me or strongly suggest like, oh, you can't do this or you shouldn't do this. I was like, oh, hell no. Like that part of it, I don't like. Like the rebel in me is like, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. All of a sudden I have to do all these things, you know, outside. Um, But yeah, I mean, how are you guys feeling about it? I mean, I think it's interesting. So as a single parent, um, there are, so the first weekend that I was kind of self-isolating, I was without my kids, but I, ha- and I had my dog, you know, which was great, but, but very hard, especially towards the end of that weekend. And then, um, when I've had my kids, you know, that it, it's been obviously really different, but I am more of a social person and I have, I just, I love it, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously being with my kids and I'm coming up on another weekend here where I'll be on my own. And, um, and I definitely have a little bit more anxiety about it. And I know that I'm going to have to structure my time, but honestly, (laughs) as we're talking, I feel like, wow, this would be interesting for us to kind of touch base again on Friday because I'll be kind of halfway through, you know, a five day stint on my own. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause it's very, it's a very different experience for me. Like when mm-hmm. I, right. when I'm in this, you know, quarantine or whatever by myself with my dog and then with my kids and my dog, it's very, it's two really different experiences and one that I don't have control over, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. So, um, can you talk about how it's a little different? I think just the loneliness factor, Mm -hmm. you know, my Mm -hmm. kids give me so much purpose and so much joy and so much, um, stimulation like I find they're very interesting we talk all the time we play games like we're playing crazy amounts of four square in you know on our driveway and um we just were together all the time I mean to be quite honest like (laughs) we're together so much we've been having sleepovers 
even during quarantine, like as if we don't get enough time together. But we are. We're like fully like last night we were like, let's try it with Dory too. So like the dog, you know, and and so we had a big sleepover last night. And like um, with your just the three of you and Dory, your dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it gets the sleeping bags out. And it's just um, so it's like it's so all or nothing for me, I guess, yeah. is like it's like all in. And that's kind of how I have been as a mom is um, totally all in and mm-hmm. all consuming. And then all of a sudden it'll be soon. It will be a very quiet house. And I do. You know, there are times like I like to be by myself and I love, you know, having time to really like go into other rabbit holes, I guess, but um, and journal and meditate and whatever. And also like just chill. But um, I I don't need as much time as I get. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't choose to be away from my kids as much. I mean, I think it's probably healthy, you know, for parents to have um, some time away from their kids, obviously, but I would never, I would never. And so it gets very hard for me. And sometimes I can end up going down, you know, negative um, thought patterns or um, just depression, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get fucking lonely, you know, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, more to come, I'm sure, on that yeah. on that topic. You keep us posted on that. Yeah, I will. I will okay. for sure. Good I think that's a good idea. We're still doing our uh, virtual coffees. Yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> virtual coffees. Yeah. yeah, but I will say one thing, like a shout out to all the single parents out there who um, are going through this, because I I know that I can't be alone, obviously. Um, you know, with like divorce rates as they are whatever. And, you know, there's a lot of single parents out there too. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I just, it's a new experience for me and I feel for them. Yeah. Right. So, um, so, so hit me up on Facebook. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you did introduce yourself to the group, so yeah. I did introduce. Now yeah. I have to be honest. I don't think I've been back on since, which <laughs> seems to be my issue. Like I go on, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go back, and it's been days or whatever. So <laughs> we're here for you whenever Ooh, you're. Yeah, <laughs> um, so Erin, you had a really good uh, lockdown poem. That you had yeah. found? So Do you want I, to share that? Yeah, I I subscribed to Tim Ferriss's Five Bullet Friday, and he included it in his uh, in the Five Bullets, and so I thought it was really good. So I'll just read it. So the it's entitled Lockdown. So yes, there is fear. Yes, there is isolation. Yes, there is panic buying. Yes, there is sickness. Yes, there is even death. But they say that in Wuhan, after so many years of noise. You can hear the birds sing again. I feel like I'm getting teary during this. Here we go. So um, they say that just after a few weeks of quiet, the sky no longer looks thick with fumes, but with blue and gray and clear. They say that in the streets of Assisi, people are singing to each other across the empty squares, keeping their windows open so that those who are alone may hear the sounds of family around them. They say that a hotel in the west of Ireland is offering free meals and delivery to those that are housebound. Today, a young woman I know is busy spreading flyers with her number so that the neighborhood, uh, to the neighborhood, so that the elders may see that they have someone to call on. Today, churches, synagogues, mosques, and temples are preparing to welcome and shelter the homeless, the sick, the weary. All over the world, people are slowing down, reflecting, All over the world, people are looking at their neighbors in a new way. And all over the world, I didn't think I'd get so emotional during this. All over the world, people are waking up to a new reality, to how big we really are, to how how little control we really have, to what, what really matters, to love. So we pray and remember that, yes, there is fear. But there doesn't have to be hate. Yes, there is isolation. But there doesn't have to be loneliness. 
Yes, there's panic buying, but it doesn't does not have to be. Uh, but there does not have to be meanness. Yes, there is sickness, but there does not have to be disease of the soul. Yes, there's even death, but there can always be rebirth of love. Wake to the choices you make as to how you live now. Today, breathe. Listen behind the factory noises of of your panic. The birds are singing again. The sky is clearing. The spring is coming. And we are always encompassed by love. Open the windows of your soul. And though you may not be able to touch across the empty space, uh, empty square, sing. So Father Richard Richard Hendrick, uh, who is an OFM, which I think is a Franciscan priest. Mm. But, yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. I got real okay emotional. Over there? Yeah, I'm okay. I didn't realize I was gonna get emotional, but it's yeah. I'm just letting it be here. Uh, yeah, feeling the feeling be. for better let or worse. Be. Let yeah. it be. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. There's another. Are we doing a nugget? Oh, good uh, lord! Just survive, people. Uh, yeah, that's a nugget. Right. Yeah, the nugget. The homework assignment for this week. Yeah. Um, or this day is to survive. Yeah. Yep. Can we do that? Survive. <laughs> Try to be kind to yourself. And yeah. just smile at your freaking neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just survive. Just survive. Just, yeah. And one more thing. Well, I don't think it could. I mean, I do, and I think it's beautiful, but we don't have to do it. Wait, do what want? is this? It's another just thing? another, just a thing that's really good. Let's let's save it because I think okay. that lockdown that's a lot to digest. It's a lot, yeah, and, and it's, it's so, so good. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I was so. thinking. All right, okay. I love, love you guys. guys. Love You're, you not You're, You're not alone. You're not alone. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.